Hi, guys, and welcome to the Ketogenic Nutritionist Podcast. My name is Temple Stewart. I'm a registered dietitian, ketogenic weight loss specialist, and mom. My Keto Solutions Method empowers women to lose weight by teaching them how to work with their body instead of against it. The Keto Solutions Method provides a step-by-step process to teach you how to successfully lose the weight you want while avoiding being hungry, miserable, and bored. It doesn't involve supplements or meal bars or anything like that. It's a whole food approach that teaches you how to lose weight for a lifetime. Every few weeks, I discuss a topic that will help you understand the ketogenic diet a little bit better and give you practical tips on following it successfully. Thank you for listening. I am really excited about what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to make this a three-part series because we are going to be talking about hormones and they are super complicated and uh, there's a lot of stuff to unpack. So just go ahead and mentally prepare yourself to come back two more times and to listen to what um, I'm going to be talking about the next two episodes as well, because it's going to be super important. And as always, my podcast episodes are meant to be very practical and helpful for you. So just know that it's not just going to be science-y, it's going to be helpful and things that you can do in your everyday life. But before we get into the episode, I just wanted to remind you guys that I am taking clients. And if you're interested in working with me on being your best self and losing the weight you want for good, you can see the show notes and get a scheduling link to my scheduling profile. You can also go to my Instagram and just see my link in bio. I am on Instagram at the.ketogenic.nutritionist. So I hope to see you there. But With no further ado, let's talk about what we are going to be discussing today, and I thought it would be very appropriate to start this podcast episode off by talking about what messes up women's hormones. So before we talk about healing women's hormones, which I'm planning on doing the next two episodes, I want you guys to have a good idea of the things that we do in life that can cause our hormones to go a little crazy. Now, one way I like to think about women's hormones, and maybe this will help get a good picture in your mind, is to think about women's hormones like an orchestra so uh, or a symphony or however you want to say it. When one instrument is off, it causes just it to sound terrible and everyone will notice and it may even throw other instruments off and it's just a hot mess. And so think about women's hormones like that. It's very challenging to feel great and feel your best even if just one hormone is off. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about what is some lifestyle and even dietary factors that really wreck women's hormones. So let's get into it. So the first thing I want to discuss and probably the most obvious to you is one dietary component that can really wreck your hormones and and can do it rather quickly. And that's going to be sugar. You guys know that this was definitely going to come first. I um, am very passionate about teaching women and just teaching anyone the detrimental side effects that sugar can lead uh, into health, into hormones, into the whole nine yards. And so I just want to start off by saying this is probably one of the top things that you can do, in my opinion, the top thing that you can do to really cause a lot of problems with your hormones. Most Americans eat 130 pounds of sugar per year, which is absolutely insane. That comes down to about being three pounds per week. Um, this is way too much. The problem with sugar is that it's hidden and it is is in, in almost everything that we consume, especially if we're eating out a lot and it eating a lot of processed packaged foods. Sugar is essentially has no nutrition value, right? It's low in nutrients. It's empty calories. It has no purpose in your body except to simply add to your body mass and 
increasing insulin. So also understand refined sugar has like, like fructose and it has a very, very addictive quality. Um, it doesn't curve your appetite. It doesn't do any of that. When you eat a lot of sugar, there's two main hormonal reactions, not to mention that this, that eating a lot of sugar causes inflammation. So we'll throw that out there right now. Eating a lot of sugar has been shown and proven to cause inflammation in the body. So that's one aspect that's going to lead you down the road of obesity and chronic disease. But then the next two hormones that has a really, really big effect on, um, is leptin. So when you eat a lot of sugar, your body forms resistance to leptin. It's called leptin resistance. This is problematic because leptin is the main hormone that regulates weight loss. It does this because it controls your hunger. So when you're leptin resistant, just imagine that you are, it's very challenging to get full. You're constantly wanting to eat. This is for you that are constantly wanting sweets after meals and, and in between meals. Um, you could have a leptin resistance issue. And then another huge hormone that's affected by sugar is insulin. You guys know I am a huge advocate for making sure everyone knows insulin resistance and um, how important it is to be insulin sensitive and to have good blood sugar numbers. Um, but sugar does just that. Sugar ex consumed in excess causes insulin resistance. And insulin resistance is going to cause and promote body fat, right? Um, insulin's whole job is, it has a, a myriad of jobs, but it's big, very, very big job is to store fat. Okay. And so when you're constantly consuming sugar, um, it will elevate insulin, which in turn will make you insulin. This not only leads to high blood sugar, but also excessive body fat storage. Sugar can also not only spike insulin and cause insulin issues, resistance issues, as well as leptin resistance issues, but it will also cause your body to release more of hormones that are androgens. Um, those of you that have PCOS know full well what androgens are. Those are essentially male pattern hormones that um, get increased in those with PCOS, but it can also happen um, in normal people that are just consuming too much. Now, the problem with the and androgens and high androgens is that these cause um, a bunch of symptoms that are not ideal. Oily skin, uh, which can in turn lead to acne. Too much androgens can also cause male pattern baldness. So understand that too much sugar is not only linked to leptin and and insulin resistance. It's linked to increased androgen secretion, which has a whole host of other symptoms. It's also linked to premature aging. So just understand sugar is no bueno when it comes to women's health and it is not going to affect you anyway. That's good. The next thing that many of the women that I work with face and just people all over the globe is stress. Stress will cause a cascade of problems in the body that really, really impact your hormones. Your body naturally creates the stress hormones that we have. These are produced in the endocrine system, um, cortisol, adrenaline. These hormones really do help you if you're in certain situations and you need quick energy, fight or flight. It, it's very good there when you experience, you know, small stressors. The problem is when we release these stress hormone hormones too often and for long, long periods of time. Basically it's your body treating everything as a potential threat. And so this can get really, really exhausting. And when adrenaline is released, it increases your heart rate and does all these other things. Same thing with cortisol. Um, and so just understand that it hasn't effects all the way down the line. Cortisol is, you know, affects the digestive system, immune system, reproduction. And so when you're under chronic stress and your body's struggling to keep up with this demand of cortisol, it can really, really take 
uh, a toll. It can also take other hormones like progesterone and convert it to cortisol. So not only is it um, going to mess with you in terms of high cortisol and or um, problems with cortisol, it also steals other cortisol, um, other hormones like progesterone and creates other imbalances around the body. Typically, this shows itself with estrogen dominance because cortisol does steal proge- progesterone. Um, which in turn makes that ratio of estrogen to progesterone a little too high. Estrogen dominance can cause all kinds of problems, um, headaches, mood swings, sleep issues, anxiety. You may, some of the symptoms to look for if you think that stress could be wrecking your hormones, if you're having any issues sleeping, if you wake up like tired but wired, if you're irritable, if you're struggling with your weight, high PMS symptoms or lots of PMS symptoms, um, having hot flashes, night sweats, cravings for sugar, alcohol, needing to rely on multiple cups of coffee. Um, thyroid issues can also be an indicator as well as PCOS. Um, and then as well as migraines too. So understand that stress really will, it'll affect your reproduction. It will affect menopause, menstruation, pregnancy, PMS. It will cause uh, low libido, low sex drive. Um, too much stress is really, really a problem. And so we need to make sure that you're managing your stress and that you're taking care. Um, and then just also that you become aware, like is stress what my number one uh, problem is right now and what can I do to fix it? Having a high level of body fat will also impact your hormones. Now, this is one of those that's like, which came first, the chicken or the egg type thing, because I do think that a lot of times more often than not hormones play a massive role in that weight gain itself, but obesity and being overweight will affect leptin. It'll affect insulin. It'll affect your sex hormones. It definitely will affect growth hormones as well. And obesity also is associated with low-grade chronic inflammation within fat tissue. So excessive fat storage leads to basically stress reactions within those fat cells, and this can turn into pro-inflammatory cytokines. Now, this is one area that I get in trouble a lot with on social media is because I don't always necessarily agree with the healthy at every size movement. Now, I say that in an all love. This is not me um, being fat phobic or coming down on people that need to lose weight or have weight to lose. I am just simply stating the facts and your hormones are impacted when you have weight that needs to, um, that isn't necessarily supposed to be there. Now, this does not necessarily mean that there isn't someone carrying extra weight that isn't perfectly healthy. I believe that that's possible as well. Um, but we do need to bring, um, science to light here. And we need to, we do need to be realistic about this. Carrying extra weight more often than not is going to affect your hormones in a negative light as well as be, be pro inflammatory. So, um, I do understand that most of you listening to my podcast are, are trying to lose weight or, and, or needing some of that support. So understand I'm with you on this. I just want to bring you, um, the truth in terms of what, can mess up your hormones and, and carrying extra weight for extended periods of time is just one of those factors. The next is birth control. There's about 150 million all over the world, 150 million women all over the world that use oral contraceptives or birth control pills. People use them for all different reasons, obviously preventing pregnancy, but people use them from you know just preventing menstruation to irregular periods, PCOS, premenstrual syndrome cramping pain, heavy flow, endometriosis, fibroids, you name it, people use it. 
Um, these are synthetic estrogen progesterones. Uh, again, synthetic is the name, the, the name I really want to hone in on. Um, and this is where the endocrine, endocrine disruption begins is these aren't real hormones. These are synthetic progesterone progestions, and they are not real. And research shows that taking these birth control pills can cause all kinds of structural changes in the brain. They can alter neurotransmitter function, mess with mood regulation, um, there's all kinds of research behind these, and I'm going to talk about them in a minute. Um, but just understand that uh, things come along when you start taking birth control. Birth control can lower your thyroid hormones. They can also cause like depletion of nutrients that are needed for a healthy thyroid and healthy thyroid hormone production. They can lower your testosterone and cause like the shutdown of your natural hormone production. So you're having issues there too. Birth control can compromise natural fertility. They can significantly affect your natural ovarian reserve. It can reduce your serotonin and melatonin, which is as crucial in your natural circadian rhythm. Um, there is, there's links to triggering PCOS birth control. There's, there's estrogen dominance in birth control. So you know, synthetic hormones have been linked to um, emotional well-being issues like depression and anxiety. There's some statistics that show um, some linkage to cancer, which is kind of scary. And so uh, there, there's links to weight gain. I already mentioned nutrition deficiencies and gut issues, as well as candida. We can talk about liver overload. We can talk about some of the lowered muscle gains when people are exercising from birth control. There's higher risk of stroke and heart disease, increased blood clots, reduced bone density, changes with immunity, epilepsy, gum disease. I could go on and on. And so, you know, I, I hate to throw kind of the kitchen sink at you, but again, a lot of these things aren't being talked about when women are uh, presented with the idea of birth control. So I just wanted you to make sure um, that you know that birth control isn't, again, a fix all when it comes to hormones and that there is there is things that come along with birth control when you decide to take it. Okay, and last but certainly not least is dairy. And I don't want to get too into the weeds of this because this is certainly pretty controversial and I can see both aisle uh, sides of the aisle and I think it's important that we keep an open mind with this. My encouragement to you is just try two weeks of dairy-free and I'm going to give you some suggestions on both sides. I think that there's a problem um, in some ways with conventionally raised dairy products. Now, I've seen... Uh, many of my clients go dairy-free and see incredible results when it comes to rosacea and psoriasis and PCOS and bloating and IBS and IBD and even weight loss. I think one of the biggest mistakes that um, people do when they go keto and with weight loss is they overconsume cheese and conventionally raised uh, dairy products like cream cheeses and um, milk and things of that nature, and they see great results when they eliminate it. Now, I do think that there can be room in the um, in the diet for some of the raw milks and goat cheeses and things of that nature. So I'm not saying all dairy is bad. I just do think that some people have more sensitivities than they think with some of the conventionally raised dairy. Now, I definitely um, can see where, again, some people need to eliminate it. So my encouragement to you would be just give it a shot and try eliminating it for two to three weeks. See if you see any changes with your skin, with your weight loss, with how you feel and give it a try. If you love dairy and you're like, no way, Temple, I'm not doing that. Um, then switch to goat's cheese or goat's milk and 
see if any of those products affect you any differently. Um, because I have noticed in a lot of my clients, if you have skin issues and acne, um, you have to just try it. Just eliminate it. Joint pain, headaches, you have to just try it. You just trust me. If it doesn't help at all, you can send me a message on Instagram and just say, Temple, I told you so. Uh, you were wrong and I will take it. But um, just trust me on this one. Give it a shot. And again, if I was wrong, I'll take it on the head. Um, it's totally fine. So try that. Um, Overconsuming dairy definitely can cause some problems. I've seen it way too many times in clinical practice. And so um, that is my encouragement to you there. And um, Anyway, I, th these are kind of my, my rules. So just to kind of go over them, just some of the things off the top of my head that really wreck our hormones as women. And I'm sure I'll think of some things the next episode to add to this, but right now I just want to recap them. Sugar, um, over consuming sugar, no matter what kind, high fructose corn syrup, um, maple syrup, you name it. If it's sugar, it's sugar, um, over consuming it, it's going to cause problems being stressed out always, um, high levels of body fat, um, not to be fat phobic or fat shaming at all in any way. It just is what it is. It causes hormonal problems, birth control, caffeine, high levels of dairy. And of course I should add not sleeping that kind of goes hand in hand with stress. Like if you're not sleeping, it's going to cause stress in the body, elevated cortisol. Uh, if you're not sleeping, the, this is an interesting fact too. One, your levels will go, your blood sugar levels will go to that of a, a pre-diabetic, which is crazy. Um, if you don't sleep and it's especially if you don't sleep chronically, meaning there's back-to-back -back nights where you're not sleeping well, your blood sugar levels go to that of a pre-diabetic. Are you listening to me? Those of you that work night shifts and graveyard shifts, like your blood sugar levels will go to that of a pre-diabetic. Not only that, but your leptin, which is um, your one of your hunger hormones, your leptin and ghrelin get really, really messed up, which can really affect your appetite, making you really, really hungry and also make it like almost, um, impossible to feel full. So imagine the problem that people that work graveyard shift and night shift have with feeling full. That is why people that work night shift have such a problem with their weight. It's just research. It shows over and over again, people that work night shift have a hard, hard time, um, with BMI and, and waist to hip ratio and all of this. So I should have added sleep in this list too. I'm adding it right now. So you guys know, um, so that is just the recap of this episode. I'm going to be back next week talking about hormones again. And so I hope you'll join me. This is my first episode in, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Most of you guys know, if you all follow me on Instagram, I moved from Tampa, Florida to Phoenix this, uh, last month. It has been such a blessing. God has been so good to my family. We have joined a new church. My husband's a pastor. You guys know that. And, um, we are just blessed. We love Phoenix. If you're in Phoenix, y'all message me on Instagram. Let me know where you are, what you love here, what you love to do. We have, like I said, um, the Lord has been good to my family. And so thank you for listening. I'm taking new clients. Oh, I forgot to tell you, we moved out here because I'm going to um, become a naturopathic doctor. I'm so excited. I'm going to school out here. Um, I am just, um, I'm starting school in October and I am just overjoyed. And um, yeah, things are good. So thank you for listening. I'll be back next week and I look forward to hearing from you guys. If you like this show and this was helpful for you, please go give me a rating. It really helps me um, get to the top of the list and get the message out. So don't, it, it takes two minutes, really. It really helps me. So go give me a five-star review um, if you if you think it's worth it and um, and help me get the word out. You guys are the bomb.com. Follow me on Instagram at theketogenic.nutritionist and I will see you guys next week. Thanks for being here.